Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. Hey there, welcome back to part two with Brian on the More Than Social podcast. Super excited to have you here. If you didn't check out our last episode, the one right before this episode that released last week, I want you to go back and listen to it. The reason why that is part one to this episode. So this is obviously part two where we are diving into everything that you need to know to really utilize a podcast inside of your business. So we are breaking down everything that we do to run the More Than Social podcast here for you. So of course we have Brian back for another episode. So hello Brian, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. So excited to be back. Thanks again for having me. Looking forward to uh, getting into this and explain to our audience what it is that goes on behind the scenes. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so a quick little recap before we dive right into it. We have gone over six steps of what we do before we even record an episode of our podcast. So the six steps being, who are you talking to? That is the number one thing you should know with anything when you are running a business, you need to know exactly who it is that you're talking to. Step number two was coming up with different podcast ideas based around who it is that you're talking to. Step number three is using YouTube or using podcast platforms to do a little bit of research to make sure that that idea is something that someone would actually be interested in. Step number four is going to be coming up with the outline of what you're gonna talk about on the podcast. Step number five is coming up with a script and or a high level idea of what it is that you wanna talk about inside of that episode around that outline. And then step number six is really refining and just polishing everything up so you can come on here and know exactly what it is that you're gonna talk about. So again, if you haven't listened to part one yet, I highly recommend you listen to that first before we dive into today's episode. Now in today's episode, we are gonna take you behind the scenes from a recording side of things all the way to how do we actually launch it in the online world. So all together, there's going to be 10 steps. So these last four steps that we're gonna take you through, we're gonna dive in deep, okay? so. If you're taking notes, I highly recommend you do. There's gonna be a lot that we throw at you. This episode is going to be jam packed. So let's get right into it. Okay, so when we have everything that we have set up from the part one, we know exactly what we're talking about. We are ready to record. What is it that we do? So I like to record once a week. Once over a week, sometimes I actually do multiple in a week to get ahead of schedule. Essentially, every single week I release a new episode. So when I'm recording, the very, very first thing that I do is set up my studio. So we have a lot of things, not too many things, like we have a pretty basic studio. It's actually just a room in our house that we have turned into my office where we have some basic equipment. So we do not have some fancy studio. We do not have a videographer. We do not have all the high-end stuff at this point. And I say at this point, cause yes, eventually I will get some more stuff, but even what we're about to share with you, I just want you to know that I did not start with all the things that we're about to share with you. I actually started with just using my computer and my AirPods. And I think I had a webcam at that point that I connected to my computer. So I started pretty, pretty basic. But today to show you the behind the scenes, exactly what we have set up 
So the first thing is how do you record video? I mentioned last episode that we record the video and the audio because we put things on YouTube as well onto the podcast platforms. So with the video, we actually are using a professional camera. So we have this Sony, I can't remember what it actually is. It's a Sony camera. I'm looking right at it. It's a DLSR camera. And the reason why we do that is so that we have a higher quality video for you to watch if you did want to watch it on YouTube. As well, we grab snippets throughout the episode to use for social media, which we'll get into in just a sec. But the higher quality camera, the better it's going to be. Now, with the camera, do you want to talk about... Yeah, like just the camera setup itself. So I think you said DLSR. I think it's a DSLR. Sony camera. (laughs) It sits on top of a newer tripod. So we've had a couple tripods in the past that we've used that are just weak and fragile and break down. So we've got a nice, good quality, newer, sturdy tripod for the camera. We also have a newer ring light, which you can't see, but it's shining bright on us right now. Uh, We've learned through help and guidance of our friends that are really good at this, that you always want to have it above you, tilted down slightly at a 45 degree angle. So it kind of gets rid of the shadow and that gives the best quality of lighting in the room for us. As far as the recording, we obviously use a Blue Yeti that you're staring at right here. Captures all the sound great. Has tons of different settings for different qualities. So like if Lisa's sitting in her office, she has it right in front of herself. It has a different setting for when she's speaking right into it. Versus now we're sitting in a larger room it's a little bit more echoey. There's two of us, so there's voices coming from multiple directions. So it's got it's really adjustable and, and picks up a really good quality sound when you need to adjust it like that. And actually, that's one thing I would suggest. Sound is really, really big. I am still learning the sound. I go back and listen to podcast episode number one. It was awful from a sound perspective. So sorry. Thank you so much for staying with me through all of these episodes. Even today, it's a totally different totally different scenario when there's multiple people versus one, but if I could give you advice, not from an expert at sound, but just give you advice, get your sound on point. I have called my producer multiple times, just getting her to listen to the episodes before I actually record because I know sound, sound, sound is so, so, so important. When I have, when you have me in your ear, I I wanna sound as best as I can, even though I hate my own voice, so. I don't know how people listen to themselves, but here we are. And then uh, the other big other big piece of equipment that we use that we're not using for this episode because it's a non-scripted episode, but it's the teleprompter. So generally that sits right behind the camera and Lisa's phone will sit inside of that. So what we're basically doing is it sets right above the camera. So it looks like we're staring into the camera, but we're really reading a script that's broadcasted through this teleprompter. So Lisa can read that as she's going on those scripted episodes. And actually just to talk about that, so I do also have a teleprompter that has the glass screen in front of it that actually connects to the camera. We found that when we used that, it actually decreased the quality of the video. So I've kind of maneuvered it, have my phone on another tripod right behind the camera, like Brian said, so I can see the script, but it, you have it at eye level. So a teleprompter app that you use, the one that I'm using is called Prompt Smart Pro. It's an app, I'm using it on iPhone. I'm not 100% sure if it goes on Android, I'm assuming it does, but that's an app. You essentially upload the script and then it's going to scroll for you as you are talking based on the speed that you want it to be. Okay, so just a quick recap of all the equipment. Do you want to get into, sorry, the Riverside? 
Oh yes, yes, absolutely. So I'll talk about that as I'm kind of recapping. So video, you want to use your camera. You can use a webcam if you need to on your camera, but I like to have my camera away from me so I can have a better quality. You want to have that on a strong teleprompter. When Brian said a newer teleprompter, newer is actually the brand. It's not just a new <laughs> tripod. So it's N-E-W-E-R-R, -R, I think it is. N-E-E-W-A-R. All right, so spelling, that is how you can look it up if you need it. Same thing with our ring light, same brand. Have that on a 45 degree angle. Your camera directly in front of you. Your microphone, I actually have that connected to my computer and we use a program called Riverside. So Riverside is a great platform for podcasting, especially if you're doing a guest episode, they just log in, they go into Riverside, they can connect their audio, their camera, and then you can record it. Similar to Zoom, just higher quality. Um, and that's actually where all the episodes live as well once you're done recording. So we have our light, we have our teleprompter, we have the mic, we have the recording software, Riverside, and then we have our camera. So that's all their equipment. Whew, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> All right, so that is what you need to do from a recording side of things. Couple tips that I can give you from recording. Talk like you're presenting, okay? You don't wanna be super quiet. You wanna be, you wanna, you wanna be big. Not like too big and annoying. You just wanna be, you're speaking, you're presenting. So come, come out with a little bit more voice and some emotion as well. Always focus on the quality of your camera as well as your sound. Once you are done recording, the next step is going to be editing. So we actually keep this super, super easy. We actually take all of our content. So we'll take the camera file and the audio file. We'll upload it into our product management system. So we use a program called Basecamp. Brian will get into that in just a little bit, but we upload it into our project management system and we actually send it off to our editing team. Simona is our podcast producer. She has her entire team who will then edit the podcast episode, edit the videos. They actually pull clips from the podcast episode to use for social media. They write the show notes, they write the YouTube captions, and they actually pull quotes out of the episodes as well. That way we can also use that for social media. So they do a lot of the heavy lifting. I do a lot of the pre-work. Obviously I'm doing the recording, I'm setting everything up. But from there, the next thing that it, that it takes obviously is recording. So they are taking it, they're handling it. If I can give you any piece of advice, if you are not a podcast editor or a videographer and you don't edit things, just outsource it. It will take so much stress off of you. It's already a lot to set up a podcast for yourself. So just let the expert do that. If you need a connection, let me know. I'm happy to connect you to who we use for our production company. Costantini Productions, shout out Simona, thank you. <laughs> She's obviously listening to this and we're and editing it as we are speaking as well. All right, so the next step. Okay, so we've done the pre-work, we have recorded the episode, we've sent it off to our production team, they have edited it, they made it into the magic that it's going to be as it goes live to you. So now what happens once we have the edited podcast? What happens is Simona, so our podcast production team, sends it to myself and Brian, and we kind of do different things. So I'll let Brian take over just so I can take a breather and explain what he does as soon as he gets the episodes from Simona. 
but actually first thing before you dive into it, what Simona does is she and her team, they will take the episode and they launch it into a program called Libsyn. So Libsyn is where we host all of our podcasts. That's essentially the program that then we'll distribute it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the things. There's so many actual platforms for podcasting, but she will do that and then she sends the episode to Brian and say, hey, here, it's ready to go, it's ready for launch. So first things first, after we have the content back is we write the blog. So this is Lisa's forte. She writes this speaking to her audience, Brittany, mm-hmm. or whoever the audience may be at the time. So just from a blog standpoint, to give you an idea with that, if you want to use your show notes that again, this is provided by our podcast producer, they provide the show notes. I use that kind of as the template for the blog. And then I like to go a little bit more in depth. But inside of the blog, I'm giving the high level insight into what I'm talking about in the episode, but I'm encouraging them to either watch the episode on YouTube or listen to it on the podcast platform, whatever one that they want to use. Yeah. So we use WordPress for our our blog, lisaann.ca. You can go to Lisa's website. All the blogs are hosted on there. Secondly, we have an email. So we use ActiveCampaign for our autoresponder system. We recommend this for all of our clients as, as well. It's been a, a really good email autoresponder system. But so let's just put it in context. So the podcast always launches at 4 a.m. on Thursday mornings. The YouTube video will then go live at 4 a.m. as well. The blog publishes slightly after that. I usually do 4.30 or 5 just in case there's a small hiccup. You don't want people watching or listening or reading the blog and clicking on links and it goes nowhere. But luckily, we've never had that issue. Not um, Knock on wood. An email then sends out. So again, active campaign. We send this out to Lisa's list about 5 a.m. on Thursday mornings. And then, sorry to interrupt, but with the email, essentially it's giving them a sneak peek of it or you some some sort of story as to why we did this specific podcast episode. And then we're directing them either to the blog, the YouTube episode specifically, or the podcast episode specifically. Okay, so the blog is published. Your The email has gone out. Now we get into the social content. So actually, in addition to the full YouTube video, we have three YouTube short videos to go out. The first one goes out live on the Thursday and then the following Monday and Wednesday. So these are short 20 to 30 second uh, clips from the full episode that are highlighting a key point. So this is something we started about a year ago when YouTube shorts came out and it's been really engaging. A lot of people don't have time or the patience to sit and watch a 20 minute episode. So they'll catch up on these little clips and then hopefully redirect them back to the blog and, and gain their interest that way. So in, in addition to that, we also have TikTok, which is essentially the exact same thing. Where we're posting th- the same three clips, the Thursday, Monday, and following Wednesday. Obviously the captions, you're limited to your space there. So we just, we'll say something engaging. Usually pull this from the social captions that are provided from the our podcast producer to gain some interest. And, and again, just try to our, grow our our audience on that platform as well. Facebook, so Lisa has a more than social Facebook group. So these are for any members that want to learn from Lisa that have joined the group. They get content on there every week. So we, again, we'll take one of those videograms, usually a little bit of a longer one, put it on there with a caption. And again, always include the link to the blog. We're trying to drive everybody back to that blog, where they then have the option of watching the full episode on YouTube or listening on whatever uh, podcast platform they choose. And let me just interrupt real quick. So why do we send them back to the blog on all of these contents? 
The reason why is we have something called a meta pixel that is installed on our blog. I'm not going to go too in depth with this, but essentially it's a code that is tracking who goes to the website and what actions they're taking. So it's building this bucket of an audience that we can then use for future advertising if we ever wanted to, but essentially we can track it. Whereas if you send them directly to a podcast episode, you can't track as good as we want to. I'm hoping down the road we can track more, but we always send them back to the blog to kind of get them and keep them inside of the bubble. Right. Um, so next is LinkedIn. So similar to Facebook, obviously, but in the one nice thing about LinkedIn is you have the option to write an article. So essentially what we do is we write the, or copy the entire blog with the YouTube link, with the podcast link as an article on, on LinkedIn, and then include a short, basically that Facebook post message, like a short four to, or three to four paragraphs or three to four lines. Again, just kind of giving a highlight of what's included in the blog, encouraging people to click below, read through to the full blog. And that goes on our LinkedIn account. We target a lot more professionals, obviously. Our audience is a lot more of uh, like-minded professionals on there. Uh, and then the last one that I do is Pinterest as well. So again, these are provided from our podcast producer and their team. They provide the imagery. We include caption, title, a link back to the blog again, and a board. So we organize all, all of the episodes into different categories that way if you quickly want to search on her Pinterest channel lead generation tips we have we'll have a lead generation board or an automations board social media etc etc yeah so essentially it's it's what we're trying to get across here this is exactly what we do on the back end with our podcast but essentially we are taking the content from one episode breaking it down into multiple aspects that you can do from a social media standpoint to promote the episode that is the entire goal how can we get people to know that the episode is released so we're hitting them with a blog youtube podcast episodes we send out an email we post it on all social media platforms and there's so many other tips that we can give you from a social side of things but what I have done is I've actually put together a guide that takes you through a bunch of different episodes based on what we just talked about here to give you even more tips. So how do you make the most out of LinkedIn? How do you make the most out of YouTube? What other tips can we give you based on the experts that have actually been on the episode? But before we ended up today with this two-part series for you, I wanted to get Brian to quickly talk about how do we organize all this? I know it sounds like a lot. We are diving in deep, giving you all the details, all the backend stuff. So I wanted Brian to dive into how do we actually organize everything on the episodes? Yeah, so Lisa mentioned it earlier. We use a, a software program called Basecamp. So we use this for not only the Morning Social Podcast, but we use it for each and every single one of our clients as well of kind of like we have our own stock media account too, just to keep all of our you know, business operations uh, organized. But how it works is essentially you can assign projects on there with due dates and tasks and everything like that. So what we'll do is we'll set up our, our podcast episodes, the title of it and the date that it publishes, and then there's a flow chart. So you can say podcast ready for recording, and we'll assign the date to it. So usually we're generally recording one to three months in advance right now somewhere about one to two months in advance but when we get really far ahead pre-baby we were recording and publishing episodes three months in advance um but yeah so we're we do that so we'll get recorded and then after that we send it off to the production team so we'll just kind of drag it in that flow chart so we know it's been recorded it's taken off of our hands it's back to them 
they'll send it back to us well in advance. And then what we need to do is come up with the social captions. All uh, the content. The, all the content. So that usually takes, we usually give 10 to 14 day window before the podcast is live to make sure all the, all the captions are in there and edited and reviewed, proofed, etc. And then it's off to me. So then everything I just kind of talked about, it now comes to me in that flow chart and then it's up to me to schedule on all those platforms. Other than the actual podcast itself, that's scheduled and taken care of by Simona and her team. Yeah, so that gives you, like we said, the full full gist of literally everything that it takes from behind the scene perspective to run the more than social podcast we thought it'd be super super fun to dive into this with you if you do have any questions regarding any of this please reach out on lisa and coaching across any social media platform i am always here to give you tips to help you continuously grow your business but thank you so so much for being with us for 101 episodes now we cannot wait to continuously give you those tips, give you that knowledge to really take your business to the next level. Next week, we're going to dive into more content, which I can't wait to see you there. So thank you again so much, Brian, for sharing your in-depth insights into how you manage all the things that we do here. Greatly, greatly appreciate you. And thank you for being on the More Than Social podcast. But that's it for now. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.